it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Sletsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. So you're ready to expand online. That's awesome. And I am sure you have thousands of thoughts running through your head as to how to make that a reality. This is an exciting time and I am so glad you have found the Expand Online podcast. I'm Jamie Sletsky and I am your host. My mission here on the podcast is to help you see what's possible for your business in the online space and to help you take the steps needed to make those possibilities a reality. Your business is already successful in your community and it's time to remove location barriers and provide your brilliance and unique approach to a corner of the massive online audience. You do not need to reach everyone. That's why I say you're going to reach your corner of the massive online audience. So today we're talking about starting in the right place in order to quickly and smoothly expand online. The right place is visioning and idea generation. That is, you know, figuring out what you want to actually create and who you are creating an online product for. Here are some questions to ponder. Are you wanting to create an extension of your offline or in-studio business? Or are you wanting to create an entry-level or advanced-level opportunity that leads in or out of your studio offerings? Another question worth exploring is, are you wanting to work with your current student base in a new online way? Or are you wanting to branch out beyond your current market? And another question, Are you wanting to have direct and regular contact with the individuals who purchase your online product? Or are you more interested in providing an as-is product? Or possibly your vision might be to have students at multiple levels of engagement. In a nutshell, the first phase should consist of three prongs. What you're creating, who you're creating it for, and how your purchasers are supported and engaged with once they have purchased. Now, once you have vision clarity, then it's time to get your idea outlined to see the bits and pieces that will need to come together in the creation process. In this visioning phase, we truly have a blank canvas for idea generation. As we start to develop our online product, knowing the what and the who are critical. What are we creating and who are we creating it for? Now, the how... The how that I mentioned is kind of a tangent of the who because the level of contact between you and your purchasers is intrinsically tied to who they are and what they need to feel supported and accomplish the goal of your product. That's really the big thing here. We want to create an online product that helps our purchasers accomplish something. And frankly, one of the reasons why I recently pivoted the audience of this podcast to focus more tightly on serving the needs of arts instructors is because I love supporting others who in turn bring more joy and fun to their students, clients, and customers. 
it's just more fun and it's so, so fulfilling. So thank you for being part of this audience. Now, back to the topic at hand, the idea and vision as the starting point. If you start with anything other than this, the online product creation journey is going to be far more difficult. I have a downloadable for you that goes through the phases as I see them with online products. You can grab that at techofbusiness.com forward slash online product. The link is in the show notes. Super easy for you to just click over into there when it is safe to do so. So if you're driving or running in traffic, please don't look at it now. But if you can, I would recommend pausing right here, clicking on the link in the show notes and download the online product phase document. I could truly stop this podcast right here because I just told you that the starting point of creating an online product is the visioning and idea phase. But (laughs) then this podcast episode would only be a couple minutes long and isn't going to provide the value that I strive to provide with every podcast episode. So let's look at why starting with the vision and idea is so much better than starting elsewhere um, and in one of the other phases that I discuss in the document. Once we dip our toes into these other phases, then we'll come back to why I believe the idea and vision is paramount to the initial successes of your online product. And yeah, I said initial successes. You can be successful if you start somewhere else, but initial success most often comes when you have a clear vision and a concrete idea. Okay, so to the phases. The first one is the type of product. If instead of the vision, you start with the type of product you're going to create, then you'll find that your idea and vision will be boxed into that type of product. It could be a group program that you have decided on or an online course or a membership site or a downloadable workbook or another container that you want to create. What if after deciding on the product type, you can't come up with a product idea that fits into that container? but you've already decided on the container and I've seen it time and again. My clients face internal resistance, some self-doubt and other kinds of nasty, nasty things battling in their head for which is better. The questions that come up are, is your idea so good that you should give up on the type of product that you want to create? versus is your product type stitched to your heart and you throw away good product ideas because they don't work with the type of product you envision creating. This is why we want a blank canvas when we're in the idea envisioning phase. Next up, the tech. I know I have to bring tech up in almost every single episode. Bear with me, this one's not so bad. Often successful artists who are leaning into having an online product are going to do so under the guidance of a coach or mentor. And all of us who provide that guidance and support and strategy have our favorites when it comes to the technology needs for online products. Your coach or mentor might have their blueprint, which outlines the entire tech stack before you even start exploring ideas. I know personally, I have my favorite tech tools but I don't have one singular tech stack that I recommend to everyone. Your product idea should dictate the tech used, not the other way around. There are a ton of fabulous tools and many of them will work equally well to bring your online product to the point of sale. 
just as the type of product shouldn't dictate the idea, the tech should also not dictate the flow of ideas. Now, our third non-starter in the creation process is one that should be fairly obvious. Developing an online product should not start with creating the actual product. If we start here without a clear vision and idea, and before we know the online product container, then how on earth is this product going to see the light of day? For this one, I'm going to give you two quick examples. Let's say you're a photographer and you want to create an online product. So you start flushing out your Lightroom presets so that you can sell them. Who are you selling them to? Is it parents? Amateur photographers? Professional photographers? And what's the end user's proficiency level with Adobe Lightroom? Do you want them to already know how to use it? Or have they never even heard the term before? And where are you going to house those presets? And what is the purpose of selling and buying these in your business and for your purchasers? Instead of starting to flush out the Lightroom presets, the starting point should be to flush out why and to whom you're selling the presets and then figure out what support the purchasers are going to need. Once those things are accomplished, you can certainly dabble in the creation process of those Adobe Lightroom presets while still figuring out the delivery container and the tech. The idea and vision are truly cornerstones to the product. Have you heard the saying, sell them what they want, give them what they need. That's what we're really talking about here. They want the Lightroom presets for whatever reason. But if you give them the Lightroom's presets without knowing who they are, you're not truly giving them the potential to use that product in the best way that's going to advance their career or their photography skills or whatever it might be. Our second example is a musician who teaches one-on-one piano lessons on the side. The one-on-one lessons have blown up, and in order to double down on your own growth as a musician, you're looking to create an online product to serve your students in a one-to-many capacity, which basically means that you're leveraging your time to help more students learn the piano. So in this case, you're creating lesson plans and instructional videos that your students could choose to purchase instead of working one-on-one with you. This product has a lot of online potential. I have seen so many successful entrepreneurs with this. But without identifying the vision and flushing out the idea, the lesson plans might collect what I like to call digital dust instead of helping your students improve their piano playing. Just as with the Lightroom preset example, it's vital to identify who the product is for, what support they are going to need to find success with your product, and how they are most likely to best use that product. Sure, those lesson plans and Lightroom presets will have a place in the final online product. So if you are like these two examples and you've started to create your product itself, don't throw it away. Instead, just take a step back and do the visioning and idea work ahead of doing any more of the product creation. And if you need help with this, please send me a quick message on Instagram. I'm at Tech of Business or send me an email. That's Jamie, J-A-I-M-E at techofbusiness.com. Our final non-starting point is in marketing and promotion. (laughs) Often you'll hear people talking about pre-selling an online product. 
I mean, seriously, episode 98 was all about the pre-sale. It is a great method for seeing if your product has an audience and people are willing to buy. But how can we start with marketing and promotion before we even have a vision and idea? We just can't. So I'm going to leave this phase of the online product development process here. Marketing and promotion must come after the idea is fleshed out enough that you can speak clearly about it. Nobody wants to read a sales page that says, I'm building something really cool. Send me $100 and I'll give it to you when it's done. Right? There we have it. That's enough about the phases that we do not want to start with. Let's get back to the vision and idea real quick to wrap things up. My strong recommendation is to start with a simple product that helps the purchaser create a victory in their life. Using that as a framework for a brainstorming session does not mean that your signature online program doesn't make it onto the blank canvas, just that it might not make it into the first product creation. I also recommend not mapping out your first 10 products before you sell your first one and get feedback. In fact, our next episode is going to be all about getting feedback and buy-in for your online product idea. Yes, this kind of goes back to the pre-selling, but there's a very different angle to it. And that's next week. So again, go to techofbusiness.com forward slash online product to download all the phases that we discussed here. And I have a question for you. Do you know another artist who is thinking about expanding online this year? Share this episode with them directly from your podcast app. In general, you'll be able to do this from the show summary screen. Most of the time, you'll either have a share icon or you'll click on ellipses, those three little dots, to open a tray where the share icon is located. Thank you for sharing. My mission, as I told you at the top of this episode, is to help artists see what is possible in the online space and help make those possibilities a reality. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week with that episode on getting feedback and buy-in.